Welcome back to CCRPG. We return to our pilots in the midst of a uh, gathering, a soiree, a little get-together uh, of all of the various members taking part in Project Rebirth. Um, here are the committee members, uh, the other competitors that they're competing against, uh, and a bunch of mid-level to high-level participants in Project Rebirth, whether they be contractors for transport, uh, factory work, um, all the various things that kind of make the project come together. Um, as the pilots have been here, uh, they have uh, slowly found out more and more about you know, other teams, the council members themselves, what's going on with the project and the state of things on E2705. Uh, when we last left off, uh, Mr. Astro Jammin, under the auspices of Xander Nova, That's right. had just been slipped um, something by uh, Ethic Desaria. I'd been roofied. Uh, <laughs> She passed him something secretly as part of a handshake uh, in a fake greeting uh, that he slipped into his pocket. He has not yet had time to examine what that thing is, but illusions had been made that it should be checked out tonight after the ball that they're at right now. Um, as we continue on uh, and kind of where we left off things before, I'd like to know where we find all the pilots currently. Um, I think, uh, you know, maybe like after we make our rounds talking to some people, uh, at least Astro will, will take a little break, uh, sit down at his table, um, uh, and just, just, uh, take in some of the hors d'oeuvres or appetizers. You're just talking to, uh, to um uh oh my gosh epic <laughs> i forgot her name for a second um and he's trying to see what he makes of it and if if he can sort of like under the table he's going to look at what it was that she slept him because he just put it in his pocket without even looking at it uh astro as you take a look discreetly at what you had been given it seems to be some sort of uh, chip to be inserted into a digital device of some sort. Yeah, that's what I that's what I expected. Um, probably what he felt in his hand. Uh, he'll just pocket it again uh, for uh, for use later. All right. Uh, Astro, since you're sitting by yourself. Um, someone who's looking to mingle a little bit sits down at the table with you and just a very happy to see you person sits down right next to you in a chair wearing pink and red stripes, oh God. red hair that's curled at the end Smiles. and just he's so smiley. <laughs> um, I'll say, oh, hello. You looked a little lonely all over here by yourself. Uh, just just taking a break. How's... A break from what? Oh, you know, socializing. 
Why do you need to take a break? Everyone here is so nice. They are, uh, there's all kinds here, I'll have to say. Everyone's interesting to talk to. Hmm, who have you talked to who's interesting so far, other than me? (laughs) I don't think there's anyone more interesting than you, but I I did meet uh, one of your compatriots. Uh, uh, I'm Xander. Uh, Anders. Oh. Anders certainly is imperious. Yeah, that's that's a good word to describe him. He laughs he laughs to himself when he says this, like he just made a joke. But you're not sure you get the punchline. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. But um yeah, uh he's he's uh he's different from you. You know, I'm interested in you, Xander Nova. You seem interested in a lot of people. There's a lot to be interested in. What makes me so interesting? Well, when you came out, you seem to have done very well in your performance. Uh, You did too. In fact, better than us. It makes me very interested in seeing what would happen if we put on a performance together. What kind of performance? Hmm. One that we're both skilled in, probably. I'm sure we would turn a lot of heads. I'm sure we would. Perhaps we can find a moment to find each other on opposite sides of a battlefield sometime. I'm sure it would be loads of fun. (laughs) Fun? Maybe not the word I would describe, but... It would be, uh, it would be something. All right. What do you make of Share Seal? Uh, Share Seal's the number one team, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'll say, uh, I don't know. I haven't got a chance to talk to them yet. They seem very- I've tried. They're so standoffish. I'd love to get my hands on them. What do you mean, get your hands on them? You know, getting to know them. Yeah, they did seem a little uh, reserved, uh, I noticed from a distance. Very professional. I guess they seem confident in their uh, chances at getting a spot in contest, and they don't feel the need to fraternize. Hmm. If they're so confident, I'd love to see what their faces look like in battle. I wonder if they have that same kind of faraway look to them, or if they give in to their emotions as well. Hard to say. I guess we'll have to find out. Or we might never find out. He stands up. And as he goes, he pats you on the shoulder and says, Oh, there's always time to find out one way or another. Before you go, Smiles, uh, I bet you have some thoughts about that transmission today. (laughs) There was so much raw motion in it. It was flawless, especially the finale. 
What do you mean by the finale? He leans down at you, gets real close, and then just goes, boom, in your face. He says, boom? And then he laughs. <laughs> uh, he says, boom. Oh, boom. Okay. Like an explosion. <laughs> uh, Astro will definitely flinch a little bit against his... You flinch, <laughs> and he just laughs his head off. <laughs> it's always good to see you, Nova. Uh, likewise. And he smiles, turns away, and walks off towards the bar. Whew. Asher kind of wipes his brow. Always unsettling to talk to that one. All right, what about the other three of you? Where are you guys at? I said I was going to talk to the scholars, so I'll do that. All right. So you find the dire scholars. It looks like uh, they had just uh, grouped back up after they were talking with. Uh, actually, they were talking with a few of the other teams. You notice that a couple of them get back from talking with Prismalo, and another couple of them get back from talking with the Cane Vagrants, and they kind of gather up. And uh, yeah, you approach. It is all four of them there. Uh, I'll walk up and go, well, I owe you guys a drink. You want me to get you anything? <laughs> Jace smiles and goes, yeah, at an open bar. I guess it's on you, huh? Suppose I'm not getting out of it that easy, huh? <laughs> Sherry smiles and punches Jace in the shoulder and goes, don't listen to him. It's nothing. Sometimes you share drinks with people, but yeah, come join us for a second. We're just enjoying the night. Yeah. Did you guys learn anything good? Gurr kind of like leans back and crosses his arms and just kind of like looks into the distance, kind of like not saying anything. Uh, and Jace goes, don't mind him. He just isn't a fan that Prismalo uh, kind of gave him a bit of a tongue lashing. Oh. Aren't they the Aren't they in the bottom spot right now? And Gur goes, yeah, you'd think they'd be more humble. And Jace goes, it can't be their fault that they talked circles around you, bud. Uh, we all have things we're good at. There's a reason I'm not talking to the, the counselors right now. Sure, goes, yeah, yeah so it looks like you got your uh, face who was going around there. I saw him you know, glad handing a few of them earlier today. Times like this make me really thankful that he's around. <laughs> uh, well, we all have to have someone who's good at talking to people. Unfortunately, we're all about average at it. So <laughs> we'll see how things go. Uh, er earnestly, I'll just say best of luck to you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, we've actually, you know, we've taken the opportunity to get to know the other teams a little bit better. Heard of some of them. Uh, only a few, though. You guys and uh, Prismalo and uh, Shurseal are the main ones that we don't know about. Well, there's not, enough, there's not a lot to know about us, truthfully. Um, we do jobs. We get fed. 
do more jobs. That's about it. But I'll tell you what, we found out some stuff about Alabast today. Well, what's that? Well, um, I mean, I'm sure everyone gets weird vibes from them. We were able to confirm by talking with a few contacts of ours. They used to be part of the Free Space Pact. Hmm. You know that uh, pirate group that offers that operates out on the periphery? Sure. Apparently, they turn state's evidence on other people in the pact to get in good with the corpse and to leave them behind. Ugh, I cringe. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't want them watching my back. <sighs> they must really be betting on this then. They're desperate. If they don't go with one of these corp jobs... They're going to be back out where all the pirates are. Jay shrugs and goes, Yeah, well, they seem rough and tumble enough, I'm sure. That'll suit them. Plus, there's a lot of independent operators out that way. They wouldn't have to go with the pirates. I don't know how much, you know, we know we talked about you guys working out in the periphery, but we've gotten some job offers out there from uh, some unsavory types. I'm sure oh. people like them would do fine. I suppose. I've heard rumors about the pirates and, and hunting down people that cross them, but well, good luck to them. I probably won't make it, so. Uh, Lonnie pipes up and goes, honestly, I'm more worried about uncanny uh, <laughs> the uncanny folk. Ah, it's nothing, uncanny a gun a nothing a gun won't fix at some point. I don't know. Have you... Well... I don't like to make this too public, but I have some contacts in the FFC. Um, they're wanted on like 12 planets. Only 12 with the way they act. Well, they're here in the state now, but apparently back in the FFC, they have crimes for murder, conspiracy, grand larceny all over the place. I don't know why they're here now. And I don't know how they got here, but every single one of them I've talked to has been a basket case. Like, more so. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've met Smiles. I watched him talking to your buddy over there. But Actually the other yet. ones are just as weird. I've heard, I've heard stories of the Smiley one from them, but I haven't talked to him yet. And I plan <sighs> to keep it that way if I can. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it if I were you. What, uh, you guys got any plans if things don't work out here? Sherry thinks in a little bit. I mean, we were kind of betting on this, but, you know, with the way things are going, maybe not. Um, we have some good relationships with some, some, like, guard detail things that we can fall back on but honestly they don't make a lot of money unless you have some collective bargaining arrangement and we're not part of a bigger organization like the cane vagrants or something like that that the shep seven people do so we'd be out there working for the <laughs> basically trying to make the lowest bid we could just to get a job so she crosses her fingers like in a in like a statement of like look i'm crossing my fingers like here's hoping we get through this Sounds like you could use a shout out from employers that I know. 
No, you you got people hiring. Well, only an issue if you lose, I suppose. But hey, if something well, doesn't work out, we can talk. You've been good. Hey, well, don't lose our contact information. We might be keeping you up on that then. Sure, sure. Just, you know, keep in mind that we're, you know, friendly. Hey, we don't have any problem with people who don't have a problem with us, so. And uh, lastly, the did you guys look into the communications at all? We didn't really want to talk about it much. We knew it was going to be a big thing. A lot of the mid-level bureaucrats seem to want to chat about it, but they don't really know shit about what's going on. If I had to guess, seems real to me from a few of the rumors I heard about what's going on here before we got here, but probably only the committee members really know what's going on with it. Well, personal opinion, I'm convinced that it's real, but I just don't know if it's part of this or not, so... Yeah, we had considered whether or not how we dealt with this information was going to be important. So we've just kind of stayed hush-hush about it. We'll see. Maybe we'll get some more insight before the night is done on some of it. You know, people like to talk. People do like to talk. Hey, and they're only getting drunker as the night goes on. <laughs> I raise up my glass a little bit. Hmm. Join him, especially if that smiley one gets over here. I don't want to find out what he looks like drunk. You know, he was passing some guy earlier. Some little short guy looked really weird. They bumped into each other. I was afraid he was going to kill him. Short guy, you mean the, the one that wore that weird tangly suit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he still has all kinds of weird headgear on, but he's actually wearing a suit. She like motions over to like one of the tables. It's the it's the guy who was wearing the fiber optic ghillie suit. Now he's wearing what looks like almost like a Geordie LaForge visor over his eyes. <laughs> um, he has like a head, a set of headphones on like like stereo surround sound headphones on with a little microphone that comes out from the side to the front of his mouth and he has like a handkerchief pulled over up to cover his mouth but otherwise he's wearing a suit nice strange but uh when they passed did they do anything interact yeah it looked like the little guy was like telling him off for bumping into him and the smiles guy like made a move i didn't even see fully what happened but the little guy just shut up and like ran away hmm. well that's odd yeah Well, I'll leave you all to it. You know where to find me. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. We'll uh, see about talking to the more important people now. Uh, I want to meet with Dine really quick, if I can. Sure. Yeah, hey, Dine, did you talk to your um, your short friends at all? No. You gonna? 
I don't really plan on it. Well, well if you do, apparently he had a run in with the creepy guy from Uncanny Valley. So Ooh. it uh, struck uh, the the scholars as a bit odd. So fantastic. <sighs> well, once I uh, hit up this next group of. I kind of thumb over my shoulder at like a group of like contractors and middle managers and whatnot. I'll see if I can go uh, talk to them. <clears throat> you can have good luck with that. Yes. And I say in like the most deadpan voice, fantastic conversation. <laughs> I take like a big sip of my drink and then just walk over into the group. <laughs> All right. And before we get to that, uh, Dine, I want to know what Evelyn has been up to. Evelyn has decided to change strategies. She has she has determined that she is bad at these at prompting people for questions. So instead, she's going to sort of um, mingle with the existing groups and see if she can collect any information from earshot. See if there's anything being discussed that's interesting or unknown. Just kind of lose yourself in various crowds and see yeah. if you can overhear things. Exactly, yeah. All right. I'd like a pilot check for that, please. Ooh, I'm not even sure what that would be. Let's see. Uh, actually, word on the street seems right. I'm getting gossip. News. Or yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let you do that. You know how to, like keep your head down and listen to people talk. So I'll say word on the street works here. It says, uh, what you get depends on what streets you're getting word from high society, low society hearsay. So this is just going, you're not going to be able to prompt what you get. It'll just be whatever they're talking about. Yep. That's what I, that's what I expected. Okay. Roll. I rolled a 10. All right. With a 10, Evelyn, uh, you are getting in and around these groups. It does take you a little bit, but you start to overhear uh, a few things that people are talking about. Very specifically, you hear a uh, rumor of two things. Uh, they start talking about like the people in charge a little bit. Um, the first thing you hear is apparently uh, Opie Orihart is no longer here. Um, one of them brings up, basically he was in a conversation with Opie and some other people earlier tonight and something happened. Uh, Opie had to take a call and very urgently dismissed himself from the conversation and left. Opie Orihart is no longer at this event. Interesting. Um, so they kind of talk about that for a little while. Uh, you get a lot of people like kind of uh, praising his blue-collar work ethic. Um, you get a lot of people, you know, talking about how he's very uh, brusque, but businesslike, you know? Like, a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, he's a good boss, isn't he? It's like, I agree he's a good boss. You know what I mean? Kind of like, even though the yeah. boss isn't around, they want to say nice things about him uh, <laughs> in case he, they get ratted out by their competitors. Um but another thing that has been circulating around the groups is people talking about Ethic in a way that is 
not it is not quite derogatory so much it is it is rumor mongery. Um, there's a lot of rumors uh, kind of circulating about ethic amongst these middle manager people um, like, you know, oh, I can't believe, you know, what her family was involved in. Um, I can't, you know, why is a disgraced member of the nobility even here? Oh, I heard she does a lot of good work and is like, oh, I'm sure that she has people that does that for her. There's a lot of like weird conversation surrounding ethic that you catch from these people. That's strange. Okay. And we haven't compared notes yet, so I don't know what other people have heard about her. Mm -hmm. um, but that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, because you, you, Evelyn wouldn't know that Dine had heard something about Ethic having her family killed off. <laughs> yeah, it it is. Uh, I think Evelyn's going to know this odd, at least because it seems like none of the other board members are getting this kind of scrutiny or attention. In terms um, of rumor. Most of the other things are just like Opie left, and the people who talk about Doc Grocer or Nosla Anchor don't say anything meaningful, so you don't really get anything there. Okay. That works. Um, I'll just keep that up for a bit until I guess something happens that makes us sit down. Sure. And dine. You were headed over somewhere. Uh, yeah. I just kind of like thumbed over at um like another group of contractors or middle managers or whatever, and just kind of walked over and started talking with them. What's your goal? <sighs> so. My goal, like in the in the first group, I was very neutral and I didn't get as much. So this time I'm going to be a little bit more agreeable and try to get a little bit more out of them from like I, I know that um, like Evelyn got some gossip. So I'm going to try and get a little bit more gossip out of them that may be helpful, I guess. A little bit more about the. Uh, um are uh, five benefactors or potential benefactors, I guess. Okay. How do how do you prompt them? Oh man! Like what what direction do you prod them in? So I'm going to assume that Dine has probably heard that Opie left, so he would begin begin there, I guess. Okay. Like man, I just I just heard uh, that uh, Opie left. What what happened? Did anyone know? Oh, I'm sure it must have been very important. Uh, he's a he's a sort that likes to keep his obligations. If there was something drawing him away from here, it must have simply been higher priority. Um, one of the other one goes, "Yes, I'm I'm certain of it." Uh, you know, I I did hear that you know there are some some things going on right now that require some additional attention. Uh, go ahead and make me a pilot check to see if you can get these people to. Talk more directly about what they think about Opie and what he might be doing. Okay. Um, I don't have anything as before, so it's just be a straight 1d20. All right. Four. Oh, man. It just goes... I mean, Dine is not the people person, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. It's literally... It's just the talking in circles thing again. It's like the... 
they don't want to say anything that could implicate them or that anyone could point directly back to them. So people will kind of obliquely reference things other people have already said. Okay. But that just leads to a bunch of people agreeing with each other that they've said the things they've already said. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yes, it must have been very important, says another person. It's like, you know, I hear he handles very important things all the time. You know what I mean? It's like very useless that information. That sounds important. <laughs> One might say he's maybe one of the most important people here. <laughs> yes, you know, he's at least in the top five most important people here. Maybe of the even important one, people here, he's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, and eventually, I'm just, as this goes in circles for a while, I'm going to say, well, thank you for the discussion, gentlemen. I think I'm going to go look at my empty drink, refill my drink. And uh, I'll walk around and look for Dwarf Elbast. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do see uh, their group. Weirdly, two of them are at the table with um, the person you know is Urist. Um, Urist is sitting at the table. He has one arm propped up on the table, like he's leaning his arm on the table, and one arm over the back of his chair, almost like he's lounging at the table. There's something odd about him and you can't it doesn't quite register for you. But there are three of them at the dwarf L boss table right now. I'll just kind of walk over and be like, hey, guys, just uh, making the rounds, talking with the other team, teams, other participants. Urist, who's the one who stands out the most sitting at the table, goes, yeah, we tried talking to the other teams, too, and. They can be a bit of a... Some of them are shits. Yeah, well, you know, I agree. Uh, the, one of the people at the table, like, <laughs> like, looks at him, like, calm down, and then looks back to you and goes, Hi, I'm Adam. Um, good to meet you. Uh, what team are you from? Uh, I'm part of the Murder of Crows. Uh, uh, you did pretty well from the standings, I take it. Oh, well, thank you. We certainly uh, try our best. The other person at the table looks up at you and goes, Hi, uh, my name's Cullet. Um, you're welcome to grab a seat if you'd like, but we don't really have a lot to say. Is there anything you wanted? You note that Urist hasn't moved at all. Like the other people like fidget and move. There's something off about Urist's body language who only talked at the beginning. That's odd to you. No, no, no. Just going around, uh, talking to the other people kind of freaked out about that, uh, red haired smiling dude kind of reminds me of one of the planets had a mascot that had a, a clown smiled. Really gave me the creeps. That kind of that guy kind of uh, reminds me of that. Urus goes, hmm. "Yeah, he's a menace. I don't even know why he's here. He moves his shoulders a little bit to like face you more directly, and his hand that was like leaned over the back of his chair, like kind of slumps off of the chair, and he like looks at it oddly, and he goes." Ooh, and he yawns a little bit and you discreetly notice the woman sitting next to him puts his arm back where it was. <laughs> can can I make like 
I, I almost want to say like a percent, but like, like as as a medical professional, can I glance to see what I think it happened? I think you should make a spot check and you'll get accuracy because you're a medical professional. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh accurate. 28. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. the other direction from your previous rolls. <laughs> yes. You It's like his arms aren't working. He hasn't moved his arms. Like, he's sitting in a very specific way, so his arms are, like, posed in a way. But as soon as he moved his torso, his arm slumped, and it took someone else to put his arm back where it was. Okay. Um, I'm going to see this smile, and then as I kind of leave the table, I'll, like put down my drink like with a napkin under it and I'm going to put I feel like Dine would be prepared. I'm going to leave like a pet like a patch under my drink making it obvious for them but not so obvious for everyone else. I go, "Have a good night, gentlemen." As I leave, you like as you set it down, you leave the part towards them exposed a little bit longer yeah. as you lay it down. Yeah. You watch as you walk away, they look amongst themselves and you see them discreetly like slide the the like medigel basically yeah. uh, under the under the thing aside. And you see them like kind of put their heads together a little bit and discuss a little bit. And you see discreetly as the other woman like rolls up one of his like sleeves and like slaps the medigel patch to his arm. And then the rest of the night, I'll kind of glance over on occasion just to see if the guy is moving his arm again. Yes, it does seem like it eventually works, but it takes like a good 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you don't know it's how, a- but this guy got his arms paralyzed. Like here? Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yep, that's 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 all I've got. <laughs> All right. Um, Didn't as... expect to be using my uh, my medical path. <laughs> Your medical expertise here. Uh, as you guys are, are kind of like chilling and whatnot, eventually um, someone you all recognize uh, will get in the front of the room. Uh, and uh, it is a low Samar. And she kind of like tings her glass with a spoon a little bit to get everyone's attention. She goes, thank you, everyone, for coming. I just want to say that very soon we will be serving meals. Um, We have a variety of things in the back. So a waiter will be around to ask you what you would like. You have three choices. The waiter will explain them to you. Uh, And then meals will be pulled out. Uh, The bar will be closed during dinner service. And then it will open right back up again afterwards. So don't you worry. Uh, Libations will be readily available again soon. Um, But please, we ask you all to take your seats at your assigned tables. Thank you. All right. All right. Everyone kind of like moves back in and around to get back to their normal tables. I assume you all get back together at your table. Yeah. 
I get one last drink before the bar closes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're the kind of person who, as soon as she was like, the bar will be closing, you got in line at the bar. <laughs> exactly. You, yeah. you get Evelyn here. You get her. You yeah. get her. <laughs> um, yeah. So the waiters are starting to like work their way around the thing to talk to every table about what they're getting. But for a moment or two, you guys are just all gathered back together at your table. Um. Uh, I'll lean into everyone and and say quietly, um, I I I got something from Epic. As soon as this party's over, we need to head back and uh, see see what she gave me. Well, uh, I didn't get much other than uh, rumors from contractors and middle management. But apparently, smiles somehow managed to paralyze the arms of a dwarf Elbast friend. That's concerning. I just yeah, had so a, um, a avoid little, physical contact. Yeah, I just had a little chat with Smiles earlier. He's definitely psychotic. All right, avoid him in a dark alley. Okay. How about just avoid him entirely? Yeah, yeah. What do, what do, what do other people seem to make of this uh the transmission hijacking earlier today? I'm I think that it might be real. And the the contest didn't plan for it. But, you know, anything could be possible. Uh, middle management contractors pretty much didn't know much most of what i got could be summed up as uh you know the big five would know more it does seem like prisma low might <clears throat> end up working with them if this whole contest doesn't pan out like they're already looking for the next opportunity and this might be it for them hmm really that could make us potential allies with them in the future. So probably don't yeah. want to burn bridges with them. I mean, I don't think they like any of us, so I wouldn't necessarily say they'd be willing for a partnership. Uh, they're probably... Do they strike you as believers in the cause or just mercenaries looking to get a job where they can? I guess the fact that they're in this contest yeah, already they're more... means... They're opportunistic. I think they're more in it for, in, in it for the money, Astro or Xander. Um, and watch that! Watch that comes to bite me in the future. <laughs> yeah, careful there. Um, from what I've heard, they've been kind of short with all the other uh, Lancer crews that interacted with them. So, yeah, the scholars mentioned much the same. When I talk to them, they if our if what they say is to be believed, then uh, they're they're going to be down on their luck after they, or rather, if they don't get a job here, um, they don't really seem to have much more information beyond that, or just weren't saying it. Interesting. Uh like I said, um, 
Ethic had some information for me. Slip me a data chip. We'll have to check it out uh, as soon as we are dismissed from this party. In the meantime, continue playing it cool. Um, Ethic did kind of say to me that uh, it's probably best that we uh, blend in well, um, but not make any waves at this point. Sort of. Yeah. Sounds like that's what we've been doing so far, so yeah. more Just of the same. Stay the course. Keeping on. Uh, um, still have a few, still need to talk to Shep7 uh, and kiss up to some of the other uh, judges. <clears throat> well, uh, you may have lost your chance with Opie. He's already gone for the night. Uh, I sort of talked to him. Uh, not really. I, I was... Uh, Introduced myself to him and that guy from Uncanny Valley, the big guy in the military dress outfit. You mean uh, Ravine? Anders, yeah. Uh, he kind of stole him away and talked to him for a little bit. Which I didn't mind because it gave me time to uh, talk with uh, Nasla, who is the head of Unfolding. Uh, and I think... I could say she's interested in us and very intrigued to see what we can do. Well, Did you have we a chance to talk to your one friend yet? You know, the one you got the dirt on? Not yet. Uh, I plan to do that after dinner. But I think, I think uh, maybe too early to play that card. Just see where he's at. Uh, talk to him. Make myself known. You guys start to overhear nearby one of the waiters who has gone over to a table seems to be having problems with the table they're dealing with. You glance over and maybe two tables away from you, you see the assembled members of Uncanny Ravine. <laughs> The waiter isn't even talking to Smiles or Anders, but one of the other two people that you haven't met yet. At this, um, ostensibly kind of, you know, dress-up ball, this soiree of sorts, um, she is wearing a lab coat and glasses over a sweater and scrub pants. She has a pocket protector with a variety of pens in it and is seated at the table with a clipboard. <laughs> As the waiter is trying to talk to her, you see her talking back to the waiter and writing things down on the clipboard. The waiter is getting visibly flustered. Smiles, who's seated you know, on the other side of the table, is laughing. Anders is just sitting upright in his chair, staring at this waiter like he's the scum of the earth. And the other person at the Uncanny Ravine table that you haven't met yet, uh, she is wearing like khaki clothing with all kinds of pockets and like extra like uh, like belts and stuff like that and has like a safari hat on. And she's like leaning in on one elbow, like looking over the table, like predatorily at this man. I'll say, um, yeah, oh, that's I what just, you see. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like they're wearing Halloween costumes. Tis How the appropriate. Season. 
Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, um, the person in the lab coat stands up from the table, steps around to see what the waiter has on his little thing that he's taking notes on, takes it from him, writes something down, and then hands it back to the waiter. And then she sits down. The waiter, visibly thrown off, just doesn't know what to say and just walks to the next table. I I really wonder what they're what they're why they're here. I hear that this group has a reputation um, and are fugitives in some places. Um, it almost seems like this this contest, um, you know, uh, trying to win some contract with a with one of these corps seems too straight and narrow for them, you know. Are you thinking that um, they might be here for some other reason then? I don't know. It, it just seems uh, seems like wherever they go, chaos follows. I mean, let's I be fair. We're here for a secondary reason too, so I would hey, assume uh, that. Did everyone watch the tables really closely to make sure no one placed anything on them? What do you mean? Recording they device. Give on a look. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I just think our conversation doesn't need to be much more than it needs to be right now. Yeah. I mean, we're just here to win our contract and get in good with higher ups. Get paid. Anyway. Where's that waiter? And it's the flustered waiter who comes over to your table. Uh, hello. Uh, he seems nervous. He he went from that table yeah. to a table of, like, contractors. And now is coming to your table. You can tell he's nervous to come to another contestant table because of the bad experience he just had with the uncanny ravine. Um, he comes over to your table. He's like... Hello, everyone. I will be telling you what the various specials of tonight are. Uh, first, may I ask, are there any food allergies? I don't Not think we have any. Nope. Uh, excellent. Um, well, then, uh, tonight there are three meals uh, being prepared. Um, we are allowed to make minor alterations to them. And please, it is of no problem uh, for any of the minor alterations. Um, so please feel free to let me know if anything needs to be done additional to them. Um, first, uh, we have a steak. Um, it will come with potatoes and some uh, collard greens. Uh, next, uh, we have a pasta dish. Uh, it is gnocchi with hot sausage uh, in a red meat sauce. Um, and third uh, is a fish meal. Um, the fish is a prepared halibut. Um, it will come with a boat of butter. Um, and uh, on the side uh, will be a small bed of... Uh, Oyster chowder. 
Oh, the steak for oh. me, please. Uh, and how would you like that prepared? Uh, rare. Rare. Understood. Uh, and you? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take the pasta dish, please. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, what kind of bread would you like with that? Hmm. What do you have available? Uh, we have rye. We have pumpernickel. Uh, we have an Italian loaf. Um, we have um, some... Uh, some uh, sprouted grain. You know, pumpernickel sounds good. Excellent. And you? Uh, I'll just get the fish. Ah, yes. Um, and uh, for your fish, uh, do you want the head on or removed? I'll take it off. Understood. Uh, and you? Uh, the steak, medium rare. What, what did the crazy people order from you? Why was that looked rough? <laughs> oh, um, looks around like he shouldn't be talking about it. Um, I told them uh, that they were allowed to make minor alterations, and um, the lady uh, simply um, had trouble understanding what a minor alteration meant. I'm guessing they so wanted like, some major alterations. Um, it was more like they wanted to know exactly what the limit of a minor alteration was and was not satisfied until she asked me a bunch of questions about what constitutes a minor versus a major alteration. Damn, your job sucks. Yeah, sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> he smiles a little bit and he goes, um, it, it's okay, but, but thank you. By all accounts, they are like that with everyone. Very strange. Yeah, don't take it personally. We'll shoot them at some point if we ever get the chance to hear for you about that. <laughs> well, uh, not on my account, I hope. Um, all right. Well, I will get your orders in. Um, happy dining. Do we have to pay for this food? No. Okay, I was gonna say we should tip him, but it feels weird to tip. Well, you can still tip a waiter even if you don't pay the check, I guess. Yeah. yeah Just slip him a few bucks. Yeah, let's 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 tip him later. Just slip him the we're, data we're not chip. Twenty you know. percent of zero is zero. <laughs> 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 but if we give him anything, it's it's an infinite tip. I don't like setting that precedence for the future. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say, Mister Pink. All right. Well, eventually uh, they do come back with your meals. Uh, despite the trouble they caused, it does look like Uncanny Ravine is served a relatively normal set of meals, uh, except all of them got rare steak. Like every one of them at the table got the exact same meal as each other. Yeah. Um, I look but, at my rare steak like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but other than that, they got served a normal meal, so you're not sure what the big issue was. Um, but yeah, you all get your food. Uh, in terms of food, I would say it's well-made. So if you're the type of person who enjoys a well-made meal, these are good meals. Definitely. Om nom nom. That's a good uh, eventually, fish. the food service is over. Um, you're allowed to just kind of like leave your stuff at the table. They announce that the bar is opening back up and then people, you know, as they finish eating and kind of like finish with what they're doing, people 
you know, not in a rush, but in like, you know, groups of small groups of people start getting up and getting drinks (laughs) and going to talk to people. Uh, Can I take a moment to look for a recording device on the table discreetly? Yes, absolutely. Make a pilot check, please. Okie dokie. Stay cool? Mm, Not in this situation. Investigate. How about that? Uh, yes, investigate would be is if you're really like given the table a once over that would involve like, you know, finding time to like lift up the skirt of the table no, and like lifting up. Yeah. yeah, it would be okay. more like a spot check if you wanted to like discreetly investigate, investigate, investigate is like I'm turning things on this table upside down looking for stuff. Sure. Like, okay. Oops, I dropped my fork. Take a look under the table. Yeah, yeah. but you can always just make a normal ass pilot check. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Twenty-two. You are reasonably certain there are no listening or recording devices at this table. You see nothing that could like reasonably hide them. Um, The few places that you're like, well, that could be. um, You find a reason to like, you know, tap it with your foot or like brush over it with your hands while you're like moving plates around the table. As far as you're aware, there is nothing here that could be a listening device. Okay. Uh, I'll just mention, I, I did do it once, so it doesn't look like anything's here, but we should still probably be discreet. I'll whisper to yeah. everyone. Understood. All right, well, now that the dinner portion is over, I still have some more people to talk to. Um... Let's seek out Shep Seven. Absolutely. Uh, Shep Seven, uh, having mostly finished their meal, uh, Dolly and Bingo are done. Uh, Gios uh, is taking a little bit longer uh, to finish up his meal. Um, But they're kind of like sitting companionably with him as he's finishing up. Um, The reason it seems he's taking longer to finish his meal is because while he's eating, he can't stop telling jokes and telling stories to the other two people. Uh, As you come over, uh, Dolly kind of like waves at you and stands up to come meet you. Hey, uh, she has to think for a second. Xander. Xander. Yeah. Hey, Xander. How you doing? Good, good. <laughs> it's as uh, nice to be able to talk to people who who know me better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with uh, when you're in the circus, sometimes you have to talk to the clowns, huh? Uh, that expression is more literal than you realize. I just talked to that guy, Smiles. He's freaky. Yeah, I told you he was trouble. Yeah. Seems like they gave their group gave the waiter, poor waiter, a heart attack. Yeah, well, shitty people. What's she going to do? So how's how how are you guys hanging in there? We'd be better if we did as good as you guys did on that first round. I'm sure things will will perk up. Hey, I don't think I'm admitting defeat to you yet. Just because we had to go first, we did pretty good. I would say so. Uh, I don't know we would do any better going first. We had a little time to get ourselves ready, so. Really, I'm concerned about the people who did worse than us. They had time to repair, at least. <laughs> exactly. 
no excuses there. Um, and say, so I wanted to ask you, what would you guys think of that transmission earlier today? Uh, at this point, Bingo and Gios have come over as well to kind of like say hi to you, kind of like nod at you. Yeah. Um, Bingo uh, just kind of like goes by and she's like going to get a drink as she just like pats Dolly on the back on her way past. So Gios just stays with you two. Uh, and Gios is like, yeah, we looked into it, you know, got to figure out what's going on around here, but. We've only brought it up to like one or two people so far. Uh, what did you find when you looked into it? Uh, well, I mean, it sounds like suppression stuff. It sounds like uh, this thing got out. We didn't want to get out. Let's downplay it a little bit. I feel like there's some raw nerves about what's going on there going around. Uh, some of us were wondering if this was all set up. It was all staged, like a elaborate... Uh, psyops you know um dally kind of like puts her hand on her head like oh man we should have thought of that <laughs> dolly looks <laughs> at Gios. Gios looks back at her and shrugs and goes dolly looks back and he's like listen i don't i don't think that's what's going on but that's smart we should have thought of that uh, well water under the bridge now i'm not sure it is either though um regardless uh, I'm sure the judges are probably interested to see how we handle this situation. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to call it like I see it. You know, if um, this is like really what's going on here, getting these contracts might be signing up to do some like population suppression and stuff. Uh, it might be. Um you cool with that still? We've had our doubts. I, we're evaluating how, if we're put in a position where we're doing more harm than good, uh, we may bow out. Listen, Astro, I tell you this because we liked working with you. You seem like a nice guy. Gios elbows her. As she's talking, right, Xander, Xander, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Just, uh, just make sure you're not too loud. Right. Listen, we like you. You're a nice guy. It's very obvious you're a nice guy. But sometimes to get jobs in this business, you got to do dirt. And there are some people who are okay with that. And you can put that in part of their mind. And some people who can't. And I remember what you went through with those Terratella folk. I don't know if you're that kind of guy. I'll, I'll lean in close and say, listen, it's not too much I could say right now, but we get this contract. It may open up doors for us. Uh, and maybe we can bring you along if you're interested. All right, listen, I'm willing to, you know, let you do what you need to do. Just know, you know, if you need to talk to someone, get a hold of us. Uh, same to you. I will certainly take you up on that, I'm sure. All right. Well, I need to go track down this ethic lady and see if I can talk to her about shipping. 
Of all the people I've seen here that are on the council, she's the only one who might appreciate the kind of work we do. So I'm going to see if I can get in good with her. I think you'd do well. Um, more than any other person, if you impress her, I think uh, I think that may pay out for you. In the end. She shrugs and goes, well, I mean, when you make your bread and butter defending convoys... Gotta hope the person who's in charge of logistics knows how much that means. So, we're about to go find out. Alright, good luck. She nods at you. Well, Alright, come touch. on, Gios. You're the one with the sense of humor. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, and they head off to go track down Epic. Alrighty. Um, uh, once they do that... Um, I don't know if we want to switch to someone else, but the, I do also want to see if I can find uh, Governor Grime. Oh, absolutely. We can come back to that. Okay. I just want to know if any other people have things they want to do just after dinner ends, because this is kind of like a shifting of like everyone separated back to their own little groups and then they're coming back together again. So if any of the other of you want to like jump into a thing with people, people probably are not too preoccupied yet. If you want to get in with them soon. I don't have anything other than just uh, eavesdropping. I, I'll make myself available, like probably alone either at the bar or table so if somebody wants to approach me they can but i don't okay i don't have anyone else that i'm looking out for so okay gotcha uh yeah. evelyn you said you're just like keeping an ear out to see what you can find out yeah all right and what about you dine i'm pretty much in the same situation as steve like okay I've i've made the rounds with the groups that i intended um and so i'm gonna probably stick around the table if anyone comes to okay. me sure i'll talk to him but other than that all right then i have some things to come back to for you folk um but it won't happen immediately um so i'm going to continue <laughs> following uh dine uh, not dine sorry astro who is pretending to be sander all right yeah so i'll i'll look around scan the room see if i can find uh a grime is it is this funding grime rk i think yes grime rk yeah uh grime uh having just finished his meal has a bunch of people at his table who honestly are kind of dressed like he is yeah um which is like dressed down um i'll describe him very quickly for sure. you um grime uh is an average sized man wearing a blazer over a plain white t-shirt and jeans. He has a green ball cap on, which he has not taken off. Uh, and on that ball cap is a smaller image of a hat. On that image is yet another smaller image of a hat. <laughs> okay. Is this so a hat recursion? Nesting egg of hats, sort of. Yes. <laughs> the logo on his hat is a hat with a logo of a hat on it. <laughs> If you peer close enough, there's yet another logo of a hat. You don't know if he footed out enough money to get that <laughs> many recursions of hat. Um, but yeah, he gets up. He has like the, the people who are with him 
kind of stick with him like they're his entourage. Um, they don't really break off to go to chat to other people wherever he is like this small group of like almost like attendants kind of just follow him around. Um, okay. So before I intercept him, I'll stop at the bar and get, uh, get two beers. Um, and then I'll, I'll, uh, come up, uh, and I'll, if he's like walking around or at his table, I'll come up to him and say, uh, you look like you might be thirsty. Hey, yeah, you know I'm thirsty. Always thirsty. Who are you? Uh, Xander Nova. Pleasure to meet you, Governor. Yeah, Xander. Eh, you know, I'm the governor. Good. Good looking out. I like those eyes. Yeah, name's Grime. What can I help you with? Oh, I just really wanted to express my appreciation for hosting this event here. Yeah, you know, quite wonderful. I don't get enough credit. You're right. See, he pats one of his lackeys and is like, told you, told you. See, there are people who appreciate me out here. Anyway, what can Grime do for you other than take that beer off your hands? And he reaches out and grabs one of the beers you're holding. (laughs) Um, just just wanted to meet and greet. You're the guy to talk to. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Uh, you know, this committee stuff is, uh, is, uh, it's distracting. It's, it, but in like a good way. What are those things called, uh, like hobbies, but like you only do them once? Uh, <laughs> you, you, yeah, uh, I know the, I know the thing. Hey, you know the thing. Hey, well, you, you're one of the contestants, huh? What group are you with? Murder of Crows. Yeah, I don't know any of the fucking names. What number? What, what order you come in? Uh, we came in third. Hey, three. I like three. Three. You did. If you're three, you did pretty good. Hey. Oh, yeah. You're that group. I unleashed all the little panther guys on all at the same time. Ah, Uh, You you handled that pretty good. That, sir, was a master stroke. Yeah. Yeah. We nearly didn't know how to deal with them, but. You were having too easy a time. I went. I I told the other committee members. We're all on the different screens, but we're all in the same room when that stuff's happening. I turned to the other committee members. I was like, (laughs) watch this. I'm going to give them the Panthers. Uh, Well, we certainly enjoy a challenge, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. Hey, Hey, you did good. You did good. Um, I'll drop my voice to him and say in a sort of familiar but friendly tone. Hey, what, what about that transmission? What's going on there? Someone he does not ball. lower his voice at all when he responds. Yeah. And he goes, eh, a bunch of fucking idiots, what it is. Uh, you know, you pay station security and you go, hey, make sure the idiots don't do any idiotic things. And they go, okay, boss. <laughs> and they don't even do shit. So uh, don't worry, we took care of it. Wow, that's that's a relief to hear. So you got the people uh, who did it? Yeah, fucking got them. Yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm the kind of guy who can't get them? I can get them. Oh, I, 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 I expected as much. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Were they on the station? You know, we we got alleyways, you got refuse, you got rats. You know, it's like one one comes after the other. It's just a thing. Got to clear them out. You know, the truth is, buddy, 
you know, I got this whole sector I got to watch out for. And people go, oh, why isn't this one stupid little planet in your sector, like, perfectly taken care of? And I go, buddy, I got, like, a whole sector I got to deal with. And I'm like, you know, the people on the planet should have, you know, whatever, planet, station, same difference here. It's a big shithole anyway. Yep. You, you can't you can't keep track of every single little detail. I hear that. Hey, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Hey, he pats one of his other lackeys. He does know he is, <laughs> this guy. I don't even pay this guy and he agrees with me. <laughs> well, I just know I just know straight shooter when I see one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And I got a deadly aim. I'll have you know. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it with those panthers of yours. You got <laughs> hey, a killer instinct, well, clearly. You know, they don't they don't really have guns, you know, they're just fucking they run at people, but eh, you know, I'll I'll take the compliment. I'll take okay, okay, you got me. I'll take the compliment. You know, fifty percent of the time those panthers work every time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what when's our next uh event happening? Hey, well, you're you're in an event. This is a thing to do, you know? Oh, I know, I know. And I've been working it, trust me. But, you know, when's the next, like, event involving our mechs? Oh, right. That kind of event. You know, I think I think we're going to let everyone sleep off their hangovers tomorrow. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, I, well, at least I told the others, hey, <laughs> I'm going to have a killer hangover tomorrow. So don't fucking wake me up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe we'll get in touch with you all tomorrow night. Let you know what's going on. I... So take a day off after this. Hey, you deserve it. Number three. Hey, number three. Yep. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna party tonight for sure, so we'll need that. I don't suppose he says in a half joking tone, uh, I don't suppose you could tell us what to expect from the next one, huh? And he elbows him. He, he leans in close, he's like, you know. <laughs> I could tell you that. But then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he elbows him again. All of his lackeys start laughing at him. We wouldn't want that now, would we? One of the lackeys looks at you like and he like raises his eyebrows a little bit and he's like, he's not kidding. Like, like he gives you the look that he's like laughing along with yeah. everyone else is like, no, no, no. He meant that that one he meant. <laughs> <laughs> this is quickly turning into a scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> How am I funny? Funny like a clown? Um, all right. So I'll just say, well. I'll I'll leave you to to it then. Uh, good meeting you, Governor. Hope we impress hey, you in the next one. Hey, good meeting you too. Hey, he points at you again. He's like, I'll remember you, number three, number three, number three. Hey, maybe next time, number two or number one. Hey, I like the way you think. I like onwards and upwards. That's what I always say. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who coined that. Onwards and upwards. That's me. No kidding. I yeah, hear that all the time. Yeah, that was me. Uh-huh, yep. Oh, wow. Truly a visionary. <laughs> you got it. All right, so I'll just leave him Leave him at that. Um, he, he, like, raises his beer to you that you gave him as you are going to leave. It's empty. <laughs> you, you didn't see him drinking it, yeah. but he was probably drinking it the whole time. I haven't taken a sip of mine. I'll just say... Here you go. Looks like you need need a 
a refill. What a considerate man! <laughs> All right, I buttered him up enough. Oh, uh, I'll leave leave him be for now. Um, are you are you happy with the information you're able to get out of him? <laughs> Not particularly, but uh, you know, I'm setting the stage. <laughs> is what what at least Asher is thinking. Sounds good. Um. All right. All um, right. Other than that, like I think Astro will kind of make an effort to talk to the other judges, but there's not anything in particular he's going to sure. be trying to get out of them. Just just making an appearance, making sure he he gets some face time in. You know, with each sure. One. So while you're off doing that, dine. As you're kind of hanging out and as like dinner finishes up, um, the the little group of three that you saw from before, some for some reason missing their fourth member uh, from Dwarf Elbos, come over to the table to meet you, Dine. Mm -hmm. It's Urist, Edom, and Cullet. Urist is kind of in the lead. He like gives you a subtle little wave, like letting you know, hey, that arm's fine. Mm -hmm. He goes, hey. Mind if I uh, pull up a chair? Sure, no problem. Like pulls up a chair next to you and like waves to his his two friends to like sit down with him. Hey, I wanted to um, just let you know. We're um, what you did was a it's a good thing. I thank you. Ah, oh. you you could have left me like that, and it would have made me look like I was weak. So I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. It's, uh, I noticed it and, well, being what I am, decided to help. No, uh, no thanks necessary, but I appreciate it. Listen, I insist it's a matter of honor. He passes over to you. He slides a napkin over to you that has something underneath of it. Okay. Uh, as you lift it up, there's a little token under it that says CDD on it. Okay. It's not like UMD version 2, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. It's literally like a poker chip. Okay. But it, it's not like shaped like a, it's just that same size. It's like a token almost. Okay. And it says CDD on it. Mm -hmm. And he goes, listen. It's important to me that I repay people, and I don't have anything to give you right now, but if you ever need Sid to take care of something for you, that token will get you a little closer to getting it done. I appreciate it as I kind of I like kind of like slide the napkin and just surreptitiously uh, you know put pocket the coin. There's a lot of people out there with Sid that, uh, you know, we make sure that the balance books stay pretty even or else Sid gets mad at us, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks again. I raise my drink to him as he leaves. 
Yeah. He'll get up with his two friends and they head off into the party to actually start mingling now that his arms are better. Uh, CD Sid, is that something we've come across? I can't remember. CDD is a group uh, that operates in the periphery. Um, the most prominent member that you would have associated with previously um, is uh, your good old friend, Ruination Conditioning. <laughs> Um, so what you remember about CDD is that was basically the independent hacker collective. Okay. Uh, CDD, Hacker Collective. Uh, they trade in techniques and tips. Uh, they're an, uh, ultimately a bunch of individuals who work together when it suits them. Fantastic. Okay. I will... Don't let ruination conditioning, uh... <laughs> color your opinion of them. Okay, I'm just going to make a note has here. Some like loose ties, or at least he's he's dealt with CDD before in the past. Uh, one thing that's important to to note, and you might not have remembered this, but in terms of just state of the galaxy stuff, when um. When, fuck, what was their name? Uh, person who runs AO Station. Ren. 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 When Ren was telling you guys about, like, the state of things, they specifically told you, like, what all the independent groups were up to and said it was oddly hard recently to get CDD to do anything for anyone. Like, CDD mm. has become a little bit more insular than it used to be. Okay. So this is a big deal. Well, you don't know. You you don't okay. know what to make of this yet. Okay. Definitely an asset. Uh, and then simultaneously, uh, Steve, uh, as you are hanging out over by the bar, um, a couple people uh, approach you. Uh, five people, actually. They don't look necessarily like they're coming... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not five people, four people. Four people approach you. They don't look like they're necessarily coming specifically to talk to you, but they look like they're going to the bar, and you kind of made yourself available to talk. Um, the person in front kind of, like, stops on his way to the bar to, like, nod an acknowledgement to you. He goes, Hi, nice to meet you. Name's Gray Hopper. I'm a member of Share Seal. I believe you're one of our competitors. It's good to meet you. You too. Uh, I'm, I'll admit I'm a little surprised to see you here. I didn't notice you talking to many of the other Lancer groups. We don't. Um, we just will introduce ourselves to everyone. It's just don't have a lot to talk about. I just think you did admirably in the prior competition. Uh, I'd say you did the same. Thanks. We're just coming to get a few drinks and thought we'd tip our hat to you on the way there. Well, you seem a little bit more professional than second place. So we're hoping you overtake them in the standings. Uh, 
unfortunately, it's uh, um, not hard to do. Be a little bit more professional than those guys. Well, nonetheless. Yeah, I would like to see them gone as well, though. They all kind of just like nod at you and they all head to the bar <laughs> together. They like they do that thing where they take like the corner of the bar, like the one seat at the edge of the bar that wraps around mm -hmm. and then the three scenes with it. And they just kind of like keep to themselves over there. They get the bartender to come over. They make like a little bit of small talk with the bartender who starts just serving them drinks and chatting with them. And like this is where they hunker down basically for the remainder of the night. Right. Well, um, I, I don't know if they're within distance to listen, but I'll listen if they say anything. But like, I'm not trying to hide it. It's just like if they're around and talking, then I'm here and listening, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the things you get without like uh, interposing yourself too much are just things like they get a hold of the bartender. The bartender's like, oh, what you drinking? They give their orders. He cracks like a little joke with them. Um, they're not like unpersonable, but they're like a little insular is what you get from them. Mm -hmm. They like, you know, they return his joke with a smile. Um, you can tell from here, looking out your eye that when they, when he brings them their drinks, they slide him money across the table, even though it's an open bar. So they like are sliding him tips as they bring, as the bartenders like bringing them drinks. Um, the bartender starts paying much more attention to their group than everyone else at the bar. Uh, interesting. You know, at the end of the night, I will give the bartender a, a decent tip and say it's from our table, but not not like expect anything more from or anything. Right. Just Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's all for me. All right. Who else has some things they need to get done? Any group that anyone wants to go take a chat with or any person who's at the events that you don't know a lot about, but you want to get introduced to, this is the time to do it because uh, after this, you imagine tomorrow when they announce whatever the next thing is, you're going to be right back into the fray again. Uh, um, there's, no there's nothing particularly that I want to do. Um, I wouldn't mind um, just kind of hanging around to see if anything happens, but there's nothing particularly I want to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, I kind of want to find out why Opie was called away. Why see what's the best way of doing that could you talk to um what's what's their face from uprising since they were the last person to speak with opie well, that guy is gonna give you zero he's just gonna look down at you the entire time oh, yeah, yeah the, the I, I, furious I guy i realized but i mean that's your yeah. best bet i would assume uh probably can talk to to risk another conversation with epic um but she may not be at liberty to tell me too you, much in this setting. Yeah, you've talked with Ethic. You talked to two of the other members of the group of five. Uh, there's the other team members. 
Has anyone talked with um official lady? I'm drawing a blank on her name. Um, Lisa. Losamar. Yeah. yeah. Losamar. Yeah. No, she's yeah. been around, but no one's talked to her. That might be worth at least following up with. I'll um, speak with her. Not, not to make you do all the work, uh, Xander, but you know, just th- thinking who we haven't talked to yet. Well, and there's another council member, right? There's uh, two more. Well, not including the one that left. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I sort of talked to him, not really, but <laughs> uh, I was uh, introduced myself before he left. Um. Uh, let let me find uh, what's Losamar up to right now. Losamar seems to be going like to and from places. Like she talks with a lot of like the contractors, and then also seems to. Every once in a while, you'll see, like, take a group of contractors to go talk with one of the committee members. It seems like she's basically playing a little bit of secretary here. You notice that not many of the uh, contractors will just walk up. They they won't just walk up and talk to the committee members on their own. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it seems like they are going to talk to Losa and Losa is deciding whether or not to escalate it mm. to go up to one of the committee members. Right. Um, so you do see that a lot of the people who are getting chosen to go talk to the committee members are being filtered through Losa. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try to approach her uh, and say... Uh, she smiles me. when you approach and goes, Oh, uh, Xander. Yes, hello. Um, I just wanted to thank you again uh, for uh, organizing and, and all you've done um, and, and letting us participate in the contest. <laughs> Remember my name this time? She looks at you with like a, with like a, like a, I'm taking the, I'm taking the piss out of you smile. Yeah. Look, I think it's uh, Lena or Linda. It's a smiling. Love some are. She like rolls her eyes and goes, thanks. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. No. Um, thank you for noticing. I put a lot of work into this. I'll tell you to the last day or two has been pretty hectic. What with organizing uh, all of the things going on here. I can imagine. It's no small task. Um, Are you finding everything you need here? Um, have you noticed anything out of the ordinary here that I need to take care of? Uh, are there, is there anyone being uh, neglected that I should take care of? Is there anything I can help you with? Oh, no, no, no. All our needs are being met uh, quite well. Uh, I have no complaints. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that you're having a good time, Astro. Or not Astro, Xander. Oh, what? Wouldn't it be funny if she knew you were Astro? <laughs> do, do, she do. has like a poster of you on her wall yeah. at home. She's like, you think you could fool me with that uh, beard and yeah. no sunglasses? I know who you are. It's so hard because in my head, I think of you as Astro when I'm thinking of you. Yeah. but So she's like, all right. Xander, well, um, I'm glad you're having a great time. Uh, just let me know if you need anything. Anything we can do to help. I know I know, we're the guests here and we're participating in the contest, but if there's anything we can do to make things easier, 
uh, we are uh, happy to provide a lending hand. Oh, please no. Um, it is my responsibility to make sure that everything here is taken care of and that the guests are able to mingle and associate freely. Uh, it is important that all of you uh, be able to move in these kinds of circumstances if you're brought onto Project Rebirth. So I hope you've gotten your name out there. I hope you've gotten to talk with many of the people here so that people can get used to your presence. And what, what It's a good sign you're in the top three. It means you might get it. And, well, uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, what I mean when I say if there's anything we could do to help, perhaps uh, if there's anything we could do to take care of that, that problem we had earlier today with, with the oath. Just let she me like, know we are available as a resource, should you need it. She looks worried for a bit. Please, no, really, it's, it's something that has been taken care of. It is a problem that is being dealt with by the appropriate people this is be um assured that project rebirth has nothing but the best intentions for all of e2705 and once uh the um terraforming uh project begins um it will be to everyone's benefit oh there's no need to convince me truthfully i i only want to offer our group as a resource should you need it i'll leave it at that i don't want to make you feel uncomfortable i i will keep that uh noted and if anything comes up uh perhaps we will let you know excellent well i'm sure you're very busy so i i won't detain you any longer uh Always a pleasure to talk to you, Losamar. She looks a little bit more frazzled than when you approached her now, but she smiles nonetheless and goes, Thank you, uh, Xander. Um, please, uh, enjoy the rest of the evening. Already on it. You watch as you leave this conversation, a man in kind of like fatigues almost has like a like a little beret on his head um is wearing kind of like you know military issue kind of pants is over talking to uh an older member of the group but who's hard to like place in terms of what's going on with them they wear a lot of like layered baggy clothing almost robe-like um, with like a little hood that comes up around part of their head, um, you notice Doc Grocer, uh, who what visible pieces of them you can see have been heavily modified. Um, but from their speaking mannerisms earlier, um, sounds like an older person. And they are stooped. They're kind of like hunched over a little bit and kind of move with a bit of a, uh, a gait that says they're kind of like carrying a lot with them. Right. right. Um, they're kind of bowed with age or, or at least presents as, as much. Um, you see them having a conversation with this person in this like military attire with like um, like a scimitar, like hanging from their side and a little beret on. And you hear their conversation like escalating a little bit between the two. And the person in the military fatigues kind of. um 
in a much more loud voice and almost like announcing more, not just talking to the person they're talking to. Um, because he knows he's like in a position where many of the other committee members are. So it's like you're assuming all the committee members can hear this person. You definitely can. And that's kind of where they all are, right? Because Losa's here. Um, and you see this person in the fatigues and the and the beret basically says like, yeah, well, you know, I think someone has to say that it's kind of weird that the secondary transmission came in. And I think maybe someone should be on the lookout for some of these other competitors. Then maybe are not on the level. Now, you know, you can trust me. Because I'm the one bringing this to you. I wouldn't point this out if I was responsible. But I think you should know that you should be on the lookout for someone. Just letting you know that we're here to let you know. That's the military guy saying that. Or the guy in the military that's, fatigues. That's the guy who's in like military fatigues pants yeah. and like a little cut off top a little bit. He has like a scimitar hanging at his waist and like a little beret on his All head. Right. So he's not he's not one of the committee members. I, I've never seen him before. As far no, as you've seen this guy before. This looks like one of the people who's in Alabast. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. You see uh, this little old hunched person, uh, Doc Grocer, kind of look up at them. You, It's hard to hear because you're not like close enough. Like this other person obviously raised their voice to right. make this point. Doc Grocer says something to them and just like waves them away and then just kind of like walks past them. Uh, interesting. Doc Grosser. The, the guy from Alabast looks a little bit like I thought I was going to get more of a reaction with that. That's what's on his face right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> okay. That's good. Doc Grosser, he, uh, he represents, who does they. he represent? Uh, sorry, they, uh, who does they represent again? Who do they, uh, represent? they are the representative for Lev Integrated Technologies. Okay. Um, from what was explained to you by Affic, uh, Doc Grosser is kind of in charge of human resources. Yeah. Um, and, uh, is it very concerned with making sure people have the best tools for the jobs they've been assigned to complete? Okay. Um, as he walks past the Alabas guy. Uh, I'll approach Doc Grosser and I'll say, um, uh, are you all right? Everything okay? Can I help? Looks up at you. Astro, do you have anything? Let me look at your sheet real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. There's something piercing about the eyes. These are canny eyes. These are the eyes that you've seen as like sharks in a few boardrooms before. Yeah. Like, like people that your even your prestigious manager, Roxana has had trouble getting through. Yeah. Um, and Doc Rosser looks up at you and their face is just hard to read um, because it's very placid. They look up at you and they go, Oh no, not at all. Uh, 
you are uh, Xander, Xander Nova, yes, of the Murder of Crows. That's correct. It's good to meet you. Uh, good Some to meet people you too. think that uh, small discoveries uh, that we are all perfectly aware of and are handling already uh, entitles them to some sort of fanfare. Huh. Uh, don't make that same mistake. <laughs> oh, I, I, I had already assumed that this, this situation was well under control and in good hands. Yes. It just seemed like well, he was causing a scene. Um, and I wanted to make sure, uh, uh, there's, if there's anything I could do to do for you. Oh, um, could you grab my drink for me, uh, please? It's, it's, it's a few tables away. I was just on my way there. Oh, of course. I'd be happy to. You go grab their drink, yeah. bring it back to them. It's like a little fluted champagne glass. It, and they take it and they go, thank you. They they raise it to you like ceremoniously and then take the tiniest of little sips out of the top. Like the water level barely drops in this fluted glass of champagne as they take the tiniest of sips and they just hold it in a hand that from all their other mannerisms, you almost assume their hand would be like shaking as they hold it. Yeah. But it is the most still you've ever seen anyone holding yeah. a glass before. It's like raised into their side and their arm looks like it's a statue's arm. Yeah, interesting. And they just talk, keep talking to you. He goes, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I figured if I wasn't going to be making my way over there, I, I, would, I would rather enjoy it here while we talked. Tell me, uh, what do you think of contests so far? I find it quite invigorating. The the challenges it poses for myself and my team, uh, it is it's something something that keeps our wits sharp in, in more uh, ways than one. Uh, I'm sorry to, to be so forward. Um can I see your hand, please? Of uh, of course. He says a little taken aback, but he holds out his hand. Uh, Doc Grocer, with uh, their other empty hand, kind of like grabs your hand and examines your wrist a little bit and goes, Ah, this is uh, good, good work. I uh, Expertly installed. Ah, yes, you are, of course, uh, looking at my uh, implant here. Uh, uh, yes. Has uh, it given you any trouble? Uh, rarely. I, I find it to be a asset. Oh, that's that's good. Um, I, I it looks like uh, one of our works. Is it a uh, is it a a, a lev uh, subjectivity enhancement suite? It is indeed. Yes. Oh yes. Well, um, I'm glad you're enjoying one of our products. Better uh, off it left is one. than dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's their motto. <laughs> Uh, actually, their motto is like funnily very like uh, targeted at young folks where it's like, get lit uh, <laughs> yeah. <web> integrated technologies <laughs> on billboards and stuff like uh, that. Hello, yeah. your fellow young people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's like posters of like skateboarders with like bionic legs, like going over railings and stuff like that. Um. But they uh, they just go, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you're uh, making use of it. I, it's funny, I, I 
don't actually see, um, no, may, maybe not even more than half of the people in your profession getting uh, uh, elective implants. I just thought it would be more interesting. When you're in a life and death profession such as yours, I thought it would be more common, but I find most of our uh, customers are in uh, hard labor jobs normally. P perhaps you can give me some insight. Is there any reason you've determined why other pilots don't regularly get elective implants? Well, I can't speak for them, but I can speak for myself, and uh, it just made sense for me to get um, and it's gotten me out of some hairy situations. Um, I spend so much time trying to interface with systems. Uh, I figure, why not make myself a part of the system? Uh, well, I, I, I see uh, nothing but uh, positives in, in your approach. Um, tell me, uh, Mr. Xander, um, how long have you had it? Uh, for, um, uh, for probably, I'm going to say a year, a year and a half or so. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, um, anyway, uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's hard for me to have uh, normal conversations at, at events like these. I end up always just looking for uh, uh, some sort of uh, common uh, thing to talk about. I, I'm afraid I've <laughs> brought you into some uh, uh, product uh, queries uh, for Not my job. I, I, it, please, uh, my apologies. Not at all. I, I'm happy to, happy to enlighten you as best I can. Tell me, do you uh, use any Lev uh, implants yourself? Their very placid face, like, just smiles a little bit more and goes, Oh, it's very kind of you. <laughs> but no, I believe it's obvious. I've partaked, uh, in, in, partaken in, in quite a few uh, enhancements. Um, I find it makes my day-to-day -day activities much more manageable. Yeah, I, I imagine so. Um, they're they they almost to make a show of it their eyes blink the other way this time yeah. <laughs> sideways um uh have you encountered uh, any resistance to your technologies when you try to market them or introduce them to different demographics uh yes um I find uh, that sometimes a, a captive audience uh, is is best to explain what's what's best to them, um, and as such, we've had a fair amount of success in uh, marketing recently to some of our uh, hard labor professions that are taking part in Project Rebirth. Uh, you'd be surprised at when um, you're able to subsidize them through their job, how much uh, many more people are willing to get replacements done that will aid them with their jobs. So, so the uh, laborers working on Project Rebirth, they're, they're augmented to make their job easier. Well, those More of efficient. them that agree to it, yes, I, I want to just make sure people have 
the best tools they can for the job they've been assigned for. And we make it very clear to them that uh, to stay competitive, uh, it would probably be best for them to make some improvements to themselves that would make them better at their jobs. And we agree to a payment plan that is partially subsidized by the company, and I find that some of them become much more agreeable. Uh, makes sense. How do you think, uh, how do you envision the people, once Project Rebirth is complete, how do you envision the first colonists using uh, your technologies? Well, uh, once we've begun our work on the planet proper, it will take a long time before your average colonist will be able to live there unassisted. But imagine how much easier it would be if we did not have to uh, build gigantic domes on the surface for people to live in, if we can merely modify the lungs of all the colonists who decided to go. It would be infrastructurally much easier. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine so. You'd save a lot of money. Uh, yes. And I dare say make some money, too. Well, of course... Um, we would make sure to give beneficial rates to any and all who are interested. Oh, I, uh, it goes without saying, I'm sure. Um, well, uh, it, it's been fascinating uh, speaking with you. Uh, thank you for uh, engaging me in conversation. And you as well. They reach out their hand to shake your hand. Yep. Oh, shit. Their hand closes awkwardly around your hand as they go to shake, and it almost feels like they're holding back to not crush your hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then they let go, and they just kind of like nod kind of shakily at you as you leave. All right. Interesting. Um... Who does that leave in the committee? I mean, other than Opie Oriart, who left, you've talked to the other ones. I've talked to all of them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ethic, Doc, Nozla, and Grime. Yep. Okay. You even talked to Losa. I did, yes. All right. All right. Is there anything else the lot of you would like to accomplish before the night comes to a close? <laughs> I think that's all Astro is looking to do. Put in good FaceTime with everyone. Astro's had a lot that's of FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, really. Any, anything extra I can think of doing feels like extra, so I, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Evelyn, you said you were good too? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, and with that... Um, we're going to go ahead and call the end to the evening. Um, the party is wrapping up. You're not expected to stay the whole time. In fact, you see some of the other teams and some of the even the other committee members decide to call an early night. Uh, you see Doc Grosser say goodbye to the other committee members and turn in early. Um, Grime looks like he's here to party all night. <laughs> Um, sure. he is not leaving um, but yeah uh, you eventually find a good time to leave uh, when some of the other groups have already left and you make your way back to the residence you've been assigned 
All right, great. Once we're uh, all safely back home, we engage our normal security protocols. I'll say. Yeah, but okay. we got to put the chip in our stuff, right? Can we uh, put it? Can we? Can, is this something I could put like in a personal like terminal I have and watch, like read the data that way? There, it, this is not always. So I'm glad you asked. Yeah. But this is one that you would be able to plug into, like, uh, like, um, in fact, after after examining it, Astro, you realize it's not for a normal terminal. Yeah. Um, what it is actually for is it's a chip to be plugged into either a communications array or an Omni hook, one of which you have on you. Okay. I will. Otherwise you would have had to take this back to the ship to plug in. I'll, uh, I'll plug it into my Omni hook. As you plug it into your Omni hook, your Omni hook opens up, um, a new connection to what the Omnihook has titled, uh, it, this is like what the what the device is named, right? Your Omnihook is reading what it's connected to, right. and what it is connected to is is literally named hidden speaker <laughs> or or hidden microphone yeah. is what it's connected to. Yeah, oh, interesting. <laughs> and as you connect your Omnihook to this hidden microphone, you start to hear some of the committee members talking to each other and this is where we're going to end the session (laughs) oh very cool oh boy okay okay that's that's even more than i expected from affix so that's that's really good they're here to help you guys yeah they want you to get this job Although I think that party went pretty well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. I, I want to you know. see the rankings afterwards because they got a point system, it right? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. I'm going to take in everything that happened and then I'm going to write down in order how I think all the teams did compared to each other. And then I'll let you know next time how nice. the how the points, you know, oh, shuffled yeah, out. And by the, on the way back, I'll be like, do you see Alabasta making fool of themselves? <laughs> I got your back, Astro. Oh, that I'm not was going to lie. Work. Nice. <laughs> that is going to tank their score. Oh, nice. <laughs> it made a scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have been so heavy handed. Let's be real. Yep. Anyways. I'm I'm surprised that my I was able to use my doctoral skills. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, that was a good play. Well, when an evil clown paralyzes someone's arms, you're there. I know. I know. <laughs> you're there for that. <laughs> very very sp- specific scenario, but you got it down. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to give away too much of what's going to happen next time. So we're going to go ahead and call it there and then we'll see everyone next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.